Trust God, cry, repeat. Trust God, cry, repeat. Trust God, cry, repeat. Hey, ladies, this is Nyoka Hall, and I want to welcome you to Trust God, Cry, Repeat podcast. I want to say hey to you all out there, and this is another podcast for your encouragement. I will do my very best today, not to sound stuffy, but the weather is crazy. (laughs) So today we are going to talk about the topic of targeted. Now, before you um, let your mind go too many places, um, I want to just dive right in. Target it. Five times I suspect it, but yesterday it was confirmed. And please be aware that this topic is going to get pretty deep. So use discretion, you know, when listening to to this topic around your children. Um, And also I have another disclaimer later on because I want you to um, make sure that everything we talk about here is also discussed with your husbands. That is important. So it may bring up emotions that, you know, after they're brought up, you need to take them to the Lord. But I'm kind of giving you a fair warning before we get too deep. Please also, if you are able to listen to this podcast with your husband, this episode in particular, I would like you to do so um, or share it with them immediately after. As you listen, you'll figure out why. So confirmed. If you've listened to any of my uh, previous podcasts, um, I try to be as transparent as possible while respecting my family's privacy and honoring my husband and the need for discretion. I'm all about biblical womanhood. This will be no different. Um, I will not share anything that I haven't already talked about and okay with my husband. Uh, so after this podcast, I, like I said, I want you to make sure that you're communicating with your husband. And if you all remember, um, I had a podcast entitled Graves into Gardens. And in this podcast, um, I shared that we had experienced our fifth miscarriage. Um, Since then, you know, I've been healing and I've been working with our doctor to figure out what, you know, basically why it's happened so many times. My results from my last visit was in. And for me, you know, I tried to go in there. I know I know none of you have been guilty of trying to um, interpret your <laughs> own results. So, you know, I had come up with two different things like, OK, so these must be, you know, the things that are going on. You know, I was trying to prepare my mind to hear, you know, what he was going to say and confirm, you know, my my inexperienced medical background interpretation of what, you know, was going on or to try to, you know, make sense of the, the speculations that I had going on in my head. Um, I had to start, I had to pray. I really did. Cause I started to be anxious. Cause it seems like the day of the appointment, you know, the follow up to go over everything was so far away and it wasn't, but it just seems like every day was like, Oh, I gotta wait another day, you know, just to get to my appointment. So, you know, we had to wait five days and five days total, which felt like months just to hear, you know, the news. So I was trying not to be overly anxious. Like, Oh, you know, I know this is that, and you know, that is this and, you know, worried about whatever. I tried to make sure that I just was like, okay, you know, I'm ready to, to finally hear what is going on inside my body. So, um, 
again, if you've kind of tracked with me with different podcasts or if you've read my first book, Trust God, Cry, Repeat, Mom Chronicles, then you kind of know about the woes, you know, and the different things that we've had um, as far as like the challenges to conceive and different things um, up until this point. Or, you know, if you haven't, then I'll kind of give you a short version um, as we kind of dissect this targeted topic. Again, the five days felt like months. And then I got a call back from the nurse because I kept calling like, well, is there any way that I can get him over the phone so I don't have to wait? You know, I was just really impatient. So she apologized um, for the delay and told me, yes, my results were in and they were conclusively normal. Normal. So, um, usually anybody would be like, oh my goodness, everything is normal, you know, and they're, they're elated and, you know, just normal is something that, you know, just, ugh, they've been waiting to, to exhale and to let this be, you know, um, the thing that brings their anxiety down, you know what I mean? For lack of a better term, but immediately I'm telling y'all, it was like the very next millisecond. I started to struggle. I mean, I was really struggling with the words normal, you know, and she was like, well, there's nothing else I can say besides that. So um, she was kind of put off by my, my reaction, you know, because most people, like I said, would be like, oh, yes, you know, that's so, oh, yes, that's great, you know, or whatever. So she was kind of trying to figure out how to <laughs> continue our conversation because she could tell, you know, in my silence that something was wrong with you know with me accepting that diagnosis I guess you want to say so I sat at our table with the accuser of the brethren in my ear yes Satan started those little whispers of I thought your God was good if it's normal why are your babies dying when other people who aren't even married seem to have babies whenever they want why would you have to go all, you know, through this all over again? It seems like it's so frequent. Then I tearfully told my husband the news and he was also confused of why I looked devastated. They said it was normal, babe. That's what he said. And I'm like, I know, but do you understand what that means? So when he left the room, I prayed urgently. Lord, please give me right perspective. Because I was kind of, if you think of a rocking boat, like in the water, it, I was like that. I was like teeter tottering and how I how I felt and, and how to walk away from that moment um, in a way where I didn't feel like damaged goods. I literally can feel like I literally could feel bitterness like smoldering inside of me. I could. God heard my prayer for the right perspective. That's why I'm Lord, Lord, please give me the right perspective. And he helped me quickly. He came to my rescue. I rebuked Satan because it was him stealing, killing and destroying. It reminded me, you know, like when he tried to tempt Jesus, um, you know, like, look at all this. This is paraphrasing. Definitely. But look at all this. All of this could be yours kind of thing. Like Jesus, really? Like, really? Like, you can give him more than yeah i won't get started on that but it, it felt like it felt like in that moment he was like <laughs> i don't know sometimes why he tries the things he tries but it was really quickly able like i was really able to through praying god please give me the right perspective to see right through his schemes 
Um, he was busy trying to tempt me to distrust my only constant protector, leader, and guider. And this is no discount or discredit on my husband. God has blessed me with an amazing man of God. And he does everything hu humanly possible to not only provide and protect and lead. He is amazing husband that God has blessed me with. I do not take him for granted. When I say constant protector, leader, and guider, because we know ladies that God never sleeps nor slumbers. He's always watching over us and he's always fighting for his children. So I just want to point that out. My Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, my faithful Savior is who he wanted me to doubt. Like Satan really wanted me to, to, to have that, like that little bit of bitterness that was supposed to seep and like just fester into something just, uh, it was supposed to, to cause dissension between me and God. And I, I just, I thank God for right perspective. It was, it was through God. <clears throat> I'm getting choked up. It was through God that I was able to rebuke Satan and, and just thoroughly keep praying. God, give me right perspective. Let me see what that means for me. Let it not feel like a knife or in my side because I heard normal because, you know, sometimes ladies and I know whoever's supposed to listen to this will listen to this, this because, you know, I've been praying like, God, you put this on my heart, Lord. So whoever needs to hear this, let them hear um, this sometimes we feel like damaged goods sometimes when it comes to the area of infertility or uh, fertility issues we just feel broken like we feel like well you know it's so easy to compare ourselves not knowing what other people go through you know and in their um you know fertility journeys and all those things with their husbands you know it's like we we don't know the story but it's so easy for us to allow the enemy to say the right wrong thing to get our mind off of off of christ and we can't do that god is too good for that he's too good for that so in that moment it was like spiritual like true spiritual warfare like to the point where it's just like how dare i I trust the deceiver. He is the father of lies. How dare I even give an inkling of a second? I felt terrible. Inkling of a second to, to listen to the lies of Satan. How dare I do that? Because God is faithful. God has never leaving, le left me. I'm getting tongue tied. I rebuke that. I have never been left by God. I have never been forsaken by God. God has carried me through some of the most treacherous and terrible i mean if i i'm telling you if i can sit down and tell you about all the things that god has brought me through how dare i give satan even an inkling of a second to buy into his lies i'm telling i sat there like oh I, I i can't do it i cannot trust the accuser i cannot trust satan and his lies i can't do it i'm talking about we're talking about the god of all things created like the lord god almighty he deserves better than that so in that and in that praying i'm like this is the same god that brought me through all that life has thrown at me i could not afford to side with satan god is too good for that ladies god is too good to to distrust him we gotta trust him we gotta trust god as we cry and repeat and trust god as we cry and repeat i was left with an urgency to pray and pray for not only my own situation but for any woman and i'm saying it because only god can do this 
It's not going to be by me. It's not going to be by even the person that's listening. It's going to be by the moving of God in everyone's situation. So I, I said that urgency to pray for any woman who's experiencing infertility of any kind, whether if, if it's miscarriages, whether it's stillborns, whether, whether it's bad diagnosis, whatever, to pray for your offspring to not be blocked or held up any longer. And I'm saying that with full confidence because like I said, I don't say that in my own power. I'm saying it believing God fully to work in each and every individual woman's lives. Each and every one of you. So that's that's what I, I was left after this whole toiling and going back and forth. I was left with an urgency to pray and believe God. I don't want your womb. I don't want your family. I don't want your seed to be blocked. I don't. I do not. I don't want the enemy to get another another baby this year. I really don't. I really don't. And I'm believing God that, that going forward that our faith may be increased um, to help us through difficult times. Um, better yet, let me explain that your seed is being targeted. Your offspring is being targeted. The steal, kill, and destroy is is for your seed also. And that's something that I'm praying against. And it's like I didn't understand the gravity of that situation until I heard normal. So you're telling me nothing is going on? Are you you telling me that nothing is wrong all this time feeling for many, many years damaged or for my past situations and the things happened to me and and with me growing up like you? Are you telling me what you're telling me that uh, it's normal? Like, you know what I mean? So it's like I used to tell my husband and this and I'll share this. I used to tell my husband that I felt like each time that I miscarried, that it was something that happened right before that caused it. And now at first, you know, he's like, yeah, okay. I think you're just kind of being a little paranoid. You know, he was trying to be sensitive to my needs. So after this time is, you know, you know, after that time he was able to share. Um, But then it was brought back to my attention during prayer um, that the first time I ever miscarried, it was right after it was like it was weird i had like this amazing feeling like of i'm just super you know i'm 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 getting fit you know i had to start working out all that but um i was compelled to um carry something super heavy and usually i'm not one to you know do anything like that like i'm usually i'll, I'll get help for something that's you know heavy whatever i won't try to you know be shira or something random um but i carried that tv and i'm telling y'all within a day or two and i didn't even know i was expecting at the time i had miscarried a positive test blood work all that confirmed that i had miscarried so i was like man if i didn't do that you know then the second time um, I was taking our toddler son back to his bedroom because he, you know, had had a rough night and he came up to our room and um, I was taking him back to his room and these same stairs that I've walked a hundred times, I'm telling y'all up and down, up and down, you know, the same stairs was, there was nothing unfamiliar about, you know, the, the trip I was making basically up and down the stairs. But this time I was holding him in my arms and I'm telling y'all, it was crazy. It was like, I had a full fledged, like, and there was nothing on the stairs or anything, but I fell down every last stair. There was not a stair I didn't fall on. Like it was, I went down a full flight of stairs. 
again didn't know I was expecting at the time but going to the hospital because you know I had injured myself I found out that I was not only I was not only expecting but I was starting to miscarry because of the force of the fall crazy right the third time I accidentally and if you can see me doing air quotes I know you can't but accidentally I got hit in my stomach by somebody falling on me like someone literally fell into my person into my like fell into me on accident and I'm like okay now this is kind of it's a trend right now at this point the fourth time it happened suddenly I'll say so accidentally I won't say suddenly um unexpectedly I was elbowed in my stomach by someone falling once again. And I was laying, I was kind of laying back um, and like kind of just in a relaxed state. So, you know, when you're sitting up, your muscles are a little bit tighter, but I had laid, I was laying back and the person came down and fell like they fell on me with their elbow. And that one, that was the fourth time. So now this fifth time, you know, I, I had expected that you know something was going on and you know we were getting ready for a trip and um I had a faint line so I was like I must be really early you know I'll wait and I'll check and then when we were on our trip my husband um bless his wonderful self um had to work super long hours like it was like a work trip um so it caused me to have to move things and lift things by myself and this one thing in particular in our room I had to move it so that the kids beds can be you know how they they needed to be to sleep and so the fifth time that was the heavy furniture and the next day I started bleeding so um it's just been to me it's been calculated little things that's led to the stilling of my children of, of our seed um, and I don't, I don't stand for that anymore. I will not stand to lose another child this side of heaven. I really, and I'm not saying that with arrogance. I'm saying that with full confidence that the Lord has allowed me to have a fire under me, um, at this point to know that is everything is normal and he's coming hard after my seed, after our seed. I'll say it like that. Um, so I'll go on. These things happen um, in between the births of our three other miracle babies. So these have been sporadically through um, the middle of, you know, all these. Because our oldest is 14, our middle is 10, and our youngest is 3. So all these things have been happening in between these things. So I come to serve notice on the devil that no more will be taken and no more will be destroyed. I declare that today. And I'm not one of those flim flammery declare and uh, believe it, not, not believe it, receive it. Not, Cause I, that can be taken out of context, but I'm talking about one of those, just name it. You know, I'm not, I'm not just saying that I'm saying that I believe that this is not too hard for God. I believe that through faith that God can do anything. So we, um, in the beginning of this year, you, um, if you've been tuning in, heard a podcast entitled storming the gates now we knew in the beginning of this i'm sorry not december january is when we started it that it would be hard i knew i knew that purposely going before um going to storm the gates of the kingdom of darkness would come with its challenges i knew that um it could be some crazy times this year just because we wanted to make sure that we were being intentional with our faith we were being intentional with our walk we were being intentional with our children trying to lead them in the ways of the lord we were being intentional with our schooling um being a christian homeschool family you know we were being intentional on our health like we were trying to put our best foot forward and 
still try to do that um so it was a lot of intentionality put into even saying that or agreeing that um we were going to storm the gates like matthew i believe is 16 18 sometimes i reverse that so if it's wrong okay charge it to my head not my heart but um i knew it would not be without hardships but i did not realize that we would lose two children that stung that stung but i am reminded that god will not be mocked galatians 6 7 through 9 says do not be deceived god is not mocked for whatever a man sows that will he also reap for he who sows to the flesh will will of the flesh reap corruption but those who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life and let us not grow weary while doing good for in due season we will reap if we do not lose heart that is the uh, new king james version of galatians 6 uh, chapter 6 verse 7 through 9 it also reminds me of john 10 and 10 that says this the thief comes only to steal kill and destroy and i came that they may have life and that abundant and have life abundantly that's john 10 and 10 the esv version so i have a quick warning do not do what i'm getting ready to suggest without talking and thoroughly agreeing and talking it over with your husband first i am in no way trying to tell someone else's husband what you will do with your family i do not do that i do not go against what you have already established in your household i don't do that so with that being said talk to your husband if you're not listening with him talk to him and if he agrees then this is what you guys can do but if he does not agree then i still be praying for you on a weekly basis um, but for the entire month of December, I will be um, I will be <laughs> praying um, for everyone who every woman that has experienced infertility, every woman who's had a bad diagnosis as far as like for infertility and different things like that. Um, anyone has who's lost a child, you know, any type of fertility issues, pregnancy issues, child, um, childlessness, um, barren, just period like I'm praying for you. That's what I'll be doing the entire month of December. And I'm believing God to reverse things, y'all. Like, I'm believing God to do a mighty, magnanimously awesome just work in each and every one of your lives. Um, and it's only going to be by God. It's, it's only going to be by his power and by his authority. Um, but I'm praying for barren wombs to come to life. I am, I'm praying for that, that barrenness and those dead wombs. That's what it, it talks about when we, we talked about it last Sunday um, at our church. We're talking about that's the translation for barren, like a dead womb to come to life. I'm praying in faith, praying. Um, and if you all would like to reach out to me so I can if you want to share your name and i'll be praying specifically but if not god knows exactly who you are so i'll just be praying um i'll be praying for your faith to be increased and my my faith to be increased through this um and also to be a reminder that god is all powerful there is nothing that he can't do so will you will you pray with me and believe god for just a mighty mighty move honestly for his glory you can contact me privately. I said that before, but you can contact me privately if you want. Um, and 
I would love to be able to hear the testimonies going forward. You know, whenever God does what he does in the next coming month or next um, coming months, I would love to hear from you ladies. Take a second, you know, drop me a line. I would love if you, you know, with discretion, whoever wants to share can share. Um, but I would love for that to happen. I'm also reminded of the passage of scripture in Ezekiel 37, chapter 37, verse one through 13. And it says the hand of the Lord was upon me and he brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the middle of the valley. It was, <clears throat> I'm sorry. I hate to clear my, my voice on air, but I'm raspy in the middle of the valley. It was full of bones and he led me around among them. And behold, there were very many on the surface of the valley and behold, they were very dry. And he said to me, son of man, can these bones live? And I answer, O Lord God, you know, then he said to me, prophesy over the bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus said the Lord God to these bones, behold, I will cause breath to enter you and you shall live and I will lay sinews upon you and will cause flesh to come upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live and you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded and as I prophesied, there was a sound and behold a rattling and the bones came together bone to its bone and I looked and behold there were sinews on them and flesh had come upon them and skin had covered them but there was no breath in them then he said to me prophesy to the breath prophesy son of man and say to the breath thus said the Lord God come from the four winds O breath and breath on these slain that they may live so I prophesied and he commanded me and the breath came into them and they lived and they stood on their feet and exceedingly an exceedingly great army then he said to me son of man these bones are the whole house of Israel behold they say our bones are dried up and our hope is lost we are indeed cut off therefore prophesy and say to them thus says the Lord behold I will open your graves and raise you from your graves O my people and I will bring you into the land of Israel Israel and you shall know that I am the Lord when I open your graves and raise you from your graves oh my people that's Ezekiel chapter 34 uh, 37 verse 1 through 13 what can't God do ladies God has done so many miracles in me through me and with our family and I'm so encouraged and I'm just I'm full of hope to know that he will do the same for you However, he decides to work in your situation. I believe that God is a healer. I've experienced him myself so many times. And I'm believing that this month that's coming up will be very, very fruitful. So this same God that I'm talking about, the God of all things created, this same God healed and reversed my husband's successful vasectomy. Vasectomy, I always mess that word up. And some people are like, really? are you sure that it didn't just take no we have medical proof that god healed and reversed my husband's vasectomy we kept praying you know after we had it done because it was really it was a lot of regret when it was done like we got some bad advice you know and and we were encouraged to get a vasectomy because we already had two children so you know 
that was what they encouraged us to do and being young and not really knowing really what to do in the situation um you know it just we we did it we agreed to to go forward in it um so since that time it had been like two two and a half years and it was just full it was just regret you know we just had a lot of regret and i i i remember um I remember us just praying to God, like touching and just praying, Lord God, you know, for, for you to, to do this work, Lord, please open the, oh, like heal and reverse and do whatever you do, Lord God, to cause us to be able to have more children. Um, and through prayer, through prayer, uh, within the next year and a half of just praying it, um, it may have been a little bit longer it may, or a little shorter a year year and a half of praying um god did just that he did just that god reversed my husband's successful vasectomy and we conceived our our youngest she just turned three and um in may and it was amazing um and it was so crazy because he didn't have to do it he was very merciful um to allow us to be able to conceive and have more children to grow our family because we made the decision but he was faithful and allowed us and merciful um to reverse it and it was so crazy because um my husband's doctor was like i've seen this i remember him saying he, he, he was relaying it back to me because you know i had the kids with me so i couldn't go in the office um but i remember my husband explaining that the doctor said i've seen many medical reversals that don't look like this that don't look like this people that have gone back in to have the surgery reverse that does not look like this he said this like my husband was explaining that god did this god did this and so with the doctor and his secular knowledge confirming like i've never seen this happen like if you didn't have the scar i mean like if you if you didn't have the scar i wouldn't have believed that you even had it in the first place because it was like you never had it done and i was floored to hear that because that's the god i serve he makes sure that he shows out and and does it in a way um like that you can make sure without a shadow of a doubt that it's god like there's no other explanation for it god reversed it and this was this was so amazing to me because it was like god i don't deserve it god we don't deserve it but the same god the same god there's nothing too hard for god now i want to tell you that my family and i we already pray for um every listener that um listens to trust god cry repeat podcast um everyone that's connected to the trust god cry repeat.com family like everyone we pray for you already on a weekly basis but i want to make sure that i'm i'm letting you know that for um, this focused time that we are, are going faithfully to the Lord daily on your behalf, ladies, um, humbly, but also expecting that over the next 30 days that God is going to do, um, some amazing things in the lives of, of those that, um, tune in. I, I do, I do believe that, um, that bodies will be healed, that wombs will be barren no more, um, that diagnosis will be reversed. Will you join me is the question. Um, and this is, and, and I'm saying like, what is the worst that can happen that you grow deeper in your faith? That that's the question. Um, because you know, we, 
we are supposed to be growing in our faith. Um, we are supposed to be growing in our walks with Christ. And I, and this is no different. I do believe, um, that the Lord definitely, um, hears the sincere cries of his people. And I just, I really do have so much excitement about, um, the things that God is going to do. I'm really excited. Um, so, and I chuckled when I read this, I was uh, telling my husband about it. And, um, I said, remember faith without works is dead. So Christian married woman, <laughs> that's who I'm talking to Christian married women have fun. Um, exercising that scripture <laughs> as far as faith um faith without works is dead so get that practice in ladies um with your husband um because you can't 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 do it alone you know so you um this month if you have not turned red from hearing that <laughs> have fun just enjoying your husband have fun going before the lord um and and doing doing the uh the praying and seeking him first like like matthew 6 33 says seek you first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and i'm paraphrasing um as i say that because i don't have it open in front of me but seek god first um enjoy your husband to the glory of god um and i'm looking forward to all those wonderful testimonies um and i want to uh, make sure that you all know that you are important to to the family of trescott cry repeat um, we love you out there and I hope you continue to tune in and, um, I'm just looking forward. I'm looking forward to this month of just fruitfulness. Um, so <clears throat> I want to just do a little quick prayer. Lord God, I pray for every woman quickly, um, as they're listening, Lord Jesus, that their faith may be increased during this time. Lord Jesus, I pray that you even begin to, to help them, um, have the excited hope of, of being able to be healed, Lord God, and to conceive, Lord Jesus, it's only by your power, authority, and by you, Lord God, that any of this is even possible, Lord Jesus. So we pray expecting, Lord God, for you, Lord God, to be glorified through the, the many um, open wombs, Lord God, uh, for, for your glory, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. So remember, ladies, always to trust God as you cry and repeat. God bless you.